Roll up, roll up, ladies and gentlemen, to the greatest podcast on earth. Step right up and experience the magnificence that is the Two Ring Circus Podcast. You'll gasp, you'll laugh, and you'll be amazed at what comes next. Amazing. Don't worry about the smell. It's just the stars of our show, Tom Italiano. Hello. And Matt Bradshaw. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> Hello. Seamless. Amazing. <laughs> Episode 60. Yeah. Wow. How's that? It's amazing. It's quite impressive, really. Yeah. I was well, just telling one of the... For one me. Of the, one of the boys downstairs behind the bar. Oh, could you pass me more water, please? Oh, yeah, sure. Thank you. Sorry, man. Sorry Anytime. to start out so unprofessionally. 60 episodes in, you'd think I'd be able to have my water near me. Bottle of water. Amen? Is that, the, is that like Christianity 2.0? <laughs> No, I just, I don't do bottled water. Oh. I mean, I would generally have the same bottle for months. Right. Uh, but I grabbed this from at the end of my gig uh, on Friday night where I was dressed as the Riddler. Yes. That Thursday was your, night. Yeah, your shitty Zorro outfit. Excellent Riddler outfit, though. <laughs> Costumes are expensive. Did you so buy it? Oh, you hired it. Hired it. Yeah, okay. 70 bucks. Whoa. I know. Wow. Had to get it, though. There's your answer. What? To the riddle of uh, how much How much? It? Yeah. Uh, speaking of how much. Yeah. What's up? What happened? Well, I spoke with you about this the other day, but, but I, I think it's worth bringing up as a global issue. $5,000 a year I spend on... CityLink charges. Ah. $5,000, so, $400 a month. So $100 a week. $100 a week. So. Go on. Work out where I could live. Well, nowhere for $100 a week. You can stay where you are for $100 a week. <laughs> but really, you could kind of factor that into moving somewhere and go, right, so I'm not actually going to be paying $400 a week to live here. I'm going to be effectively spending 300 because I'm already spending $100 to live where I live. Mm. Mm. So where are you going to move to? It's outrageous. Well, yeah. um, because I drive <coughs> a ute, which is classified as a light commercial vehicle, um, Vic Roads changed the rules a few months ago and now they charge me more because I'm a goods carrying vehicle. I'm a fucking goods carrying vehicle. <laughs> You're an excellence carrying vehicle. <laughs> Don't they know how good you are? <laughs> well, they do. That's why they charge me yeah. more. <laughs> You're definitely in the 95th percentile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, so there's that. Yeah. There's that little thing, um, which reminded me also of just driving today. Um, so I came the back way from my place, which meant I didn't take What's East the front way? Link. East Link is the front way. Yep. The back way is oh, the So you're trying to... Try to... Well... Yeah. You're trying to pay less to get to where you got to be. But, uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Well, just seeing if it actually makes a difference. If I thought it made a difference, huh. I'd have driven the other way. Oh, that rhymes with the... That's yeah. a song we used to have that neither of us can actually remember the lyrics to. Um, so, uh, but I, I was clearly 
hampered and thwarted in my journey here um, by terrible Saturday traffic of lots it's, of other people not taking East Link as well. It's the hard. It's the worst day to drive in Melbourne. I because like fr- you know Friday afternoons pretty rough, mm. but all day Saturday is is a crappy day to drive in Melbourne. I know I've I've bitched on here before about people who just can't drive like well or thoughtfully, mm. who just can't help but be in the outside lane can't help but not know how to merge into traffic that's doing 100 kilometers an hour like just i i am aware that i have a tendency to be um a little bit aggressive when i drive don't look like that i'm not terrible i wasn't looking like anything you were um uh i do do some swears i just dumb stuff i don't not out the window shaking fist (laughs) why you kids (laughs) but i just i do get frustrated but you know my my one point bond wasn't because you know i was doing 160 kilometers an hour in a hundred zone it was because you know i was doing things like 45 kilometers in a 40 zone which is usually an 80 zone it's that sort of stuff so you know it's not like i'm a dick or a dill it's interesting how seemingly when you when you <coughs> if you look at if if you look at speed limits within the frame of what they are, which is like they're trying to are they trying to reduce the the impact on you know people's physical well being by you know reducing speed so it's safer for people, or are they trying to raise revenue or like oh. I imagine it's a fair mix of both. Mm. But when you take the bigger frame of like what the government seems to spend their time and local councils like being concerned about as far as the welfare of the citizens, you just kind of like, then it actually becomes quite clear of how much it's revenue raising and not at all to do with, you know, but they try to sell it to you as safety. Um, It's interesting. I'm sure it's never been any different. Oh, I think it has, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, I think it has definitely been different. Really? I think once once the government, uh, and particularly councils and state governments, worked out the massive profit p- potential for fining people incrementally for different things. Mm, um, they, I suppose. Because you used to, I mean, once they could, once they could start monitoring speed, I read, you know, they're like, well... Now we can start. But surely people always got fined for doing the wrong thing. And then it was immediately, a, I mean, that was as a, <coughs> fines would have been introduced initially as a deterrent. But it wouldn't have taken very long for them to realise, oh, no, there's lots of money to be made here. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. well, I'm saying I think it's always been the same. Yeah, I think, I think there's always... A little a, guy with the red flag walking in front <coughs> of the Model T. Well, I think, yeah, I mean, I do think that there's the awareness of well so back then for example cars were super dangerous like the actual there was no safety and there's mm. no safe seat belts people were people were dying from car accidents that were you know not from speeding they were just mm. like well you, people got impaled on things inside the car because they were super dangerous things mm. um and it was well we need to get people to drive more safely but then they, they also realized that we need to have super safe cars too well safer cars mm. so I think a lot of that stuff came hand in hand and I would really actually like to see some uh, you know 
serious analysis of, of data because I just don't with how safe cars are these days mm-hmm. it doesn't seem to make sense how much we get we're potentially getting fined for things like that I don't th- it can't make that much of a difference to the welfare of mm. of, of people in in cars and car accidents given how safe cars are agree um, now um, any difference is is g- good but it's got to a point now where surely it's majority revenue well the example I cited of, of my getting fined for doing 45 in a 40 zone it just going into the Burnley tunnel yeah you know presumably because there's roadworks was two o'clock in the morning yeah and of course there was no roadworks well I got the same thing so yeah that's grossly unfair yeah uh, but I ended up I ended up paying that one because I didn't pay it the first time and thought, fuck, I need to deal with that. And then I didn't pay it the second time when I got the first reminder notice. And mm. So in the end, I didn't bother contesting it because it was up to $300. I, and, a, and it was only a one-point demerit thing. Like, it's tiny. Yeah. But, you know, my $198 fine became a $350 fine just because I was a dick and didn't pay it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I understand that money. they have to kind of go, well, at some point there's a cutoff. We, we decided that, you know... At this point in the road, you're okay to be doing 80. At this point, you, you have to be doing 40. You know, and it's literally at hmm. that, you know, at that point. I, I get it. Um, and I think, you know, the majority of people, majority of people don't drive anywhere near as much as we do, so they have far less uh, opportunity to lose points. And ooh, whoop. But not, I mean, that's not even so much... Professional. Yeah, that's not even so much the point but uh, that I'm trying to make, but uh, I kind of getting, getting around the point of of all of the things that they push to be their concern about people's welfare, right, I just don't, I just don't buy it. Hmm. I don't, I don't either. Yeah. By the way, that mm-hmm. phone call, yeah. that was from an unknown number. Well, the, num- uh, the number isn't in my phone. Mm. That was an 11-digit mobile number. Ooh. Started with 0428, but then had another seven digits after that. Tricky. That's ridiculous. That's not what's happened, is it? Have we run out of mobile numbers and now they have to be 11 digits long? Possibly. Shit. Possibly. I don't know. When did that... That, that oh, happened you, here, didn't it? Our friend Sonia, who listens to the podcast, told me... Sorry to interrupt, but it was, it's important. She has a mobile number with her birth date because when she went and got her mobile, they asked her what number she wanted. And her sister as well. So they went into the phone shop and said, oh, the first four digits have to be this, but what do you want the next six digits to be? Like, can I have my birthday? And I went, yeah, you can. Oh, How good is that? Brilliant. That's amazing. I mean, I've got a good mobile number because when, because Pobjoy was, uh, there you go. Um, well, mine was on silent, but buzzy. Um, <coughs> Pobbers was working at uh, Vodafone. So I spent about 40 minutes in there just, going through the numbers that they were like throwing up a number do you want that one nah it's crap throw up another and eventually got to the one that I settled on which is pretty handy to have because it's, uh, it's I'm like the goose from uh, um, Charlotte's Web you, have you seen it <laughs> so my number is zero four number three like you know it goes on like that so the goose from charlotte's web goes because they start to how do you spell terrific it's like oh t-w-e-w-r-w-a-w-f-w-a-w-c-c-c that's my mind zero four double three all right yeah okay i don't do you know anyone's mobile numbers i know yours do you yeah i know yours i know liz's mine's easy i know but that's easy to say she kind of my dad still 
Because he's had one literally since 1943. Um, I don't know many more than that. Basically, I know the ones that when I used to have a job, and I used to have to call call people often. They'd be like, those are the numbers I know. Yeah. Yeah. So I know yours and I know Liz's, but I don't know anyone else's. Huh. Have you got the, uh, do you have the ICE thing in your phone? I don't know. I don't, what's the ICE thing? I don't know. What's it stand for? Intergalactic. <laughs> Dead silence. No, it's like the, it's the number that um, must be like if your phone is, uh, if someone finds your phone because you've been damaged in something, what do you do? You slide, now if you slide right, the f- things like, now if you slide left, there's news. <laughs> if you slide up, Shit happens. Ah, oh, somewhere in here. Oh, I know. Come on, Matt. Straight up and slide right. Shut up. If you... No. Well, I don't know what Matt's talking about, and apparently neither okay. is he. If you, <laughs> if you hit your power button... Yeah. ...five times... Yeah. ...then it comes up with... Uh, Nothing. Oh, does it have to be on? No. Oh. No, no, no. In, in lock mode... So if someone finds you on the side of the road, yeah. you press your power button five times, yeah. and it comes up with that little screen, which is the oh. power off thing, but also your um, medical ID and your SOS emergency thing. Wowza. Uh, so mine doesn't do. What? Yeah. What if I do that? Maybe it's something. Ah, uh, so the okay. the medical ID it. thing might be something you have to ah uh, install. Actually, yeah, maybe. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. So, so it's would got would you my weight, it? which is less than I actually am. My height also less than I actually am unless maybe my phone knows maybe that's not information I put in it Do you, well, maybe um, it knows just by my holding hey it. just so I know just in case anything happens when uh, we're in each other's company yeah. uh, are you going to be an organ donor I'm not you're not going to be or uh, you're not registered I'm not registered yeah I don't think I'm registered I, I think I should get registered yeah I should get yeah, registered yeah, too yeah. are you a donor of any description uh, as in do I contribute to causes <laughs> <laughs> of your bodily fluids, etc., etc. No. Do you know what? People have asked me to be a sperm donor mm. for them. Um, for them. No one's asked me. I've just fucking offered. <laughs> no one's taken me up on it. Yeah. Sometimes Jerks. it's too late. <laughs> Sometimes no one. <laughs> you so- want this? <laughs> Going cheap. Sometimes cheap? No, like people have they haven't said I don't want that, and then. They- <laughs> <laughs> They've got it anyway, and uh, they said, "Oh, I didn't want that," <laughs> but too late. Um, and and what's more, you promised I wasn't going to get that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> they just, you know, the, the subject wasn't broached. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I've been asked. Me of Monica Lewinsky. Broached. The subject wasn't broached. <laughs> oh, it was on a dress, though. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So I've been asked to. Um, as you have too mm. um, but I've declined in those moments but I wonder I was by the way thinking of blood dough <laughs> and plasma well what's but the difference it's <laughs> all <sort of> viscous <laughs> fluid <laughs> yeah um, okay good still I'm just saying but I wonder given that I have a hair lip cleft palate mm. if um, people who didn't know me would pick me off a database because I've got a oh, genetic shit. deformation yeah that was interesting. I had an uncle with Down syndrome. Yes. Uh, Good night. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, apparently that was something that was probably worthwhile knowing before um, 
before my partner non-partner got pregnant right yeah 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 so long into it it's like is there anything should we is it you know no no, no nothing no cancer no oh yeah mum had cancer <laughs> of course since then my dad's had it as well well yeah yeah um nothing okay right nothing else i should know about no and i'm going down syndrome what <laughs> i'm not very good at stuff you don't catch those things though what what not contagious. I mean, like, basically, I mean, if you look at the... Contagious? No, but that's my point. Like, you know, you don't have to go far into anyone's family tree. You usually just have to go to another branch of the same generation and just go, yeah, everyone's got something. Like, so... Oh, what, God. So, what I mean is... I was like, about to segue. Go on. No, what I mean is, like, once upon a time, like, a few generations ago, a family history of, of a, medical condition, mm. a medical condition suggested that perhaps it was more likely to be hereditary than something else. But so many things, uh, Down syndrome is not one of them. That's something that is, you know, hereditary, hereditary and in fact, I can't say that word. Mm. Um, but things like, things like anything that's an autoimmune disease or cancer or something like that, I mean, we know that how much in our society these days they are triggered by, by lifestyle. So like heart disease and stuff like that. that I mean, you get it. If you're a modern human, modern Western human being, you're going to have one of those things. Very, very, very few people I'm don't. Modern Western human being, and, it, and it's like, well, at what point do you kind of go, well, that's a problem? Because like a, like, you know, a sixteen-year-old with lymphoma, well, that's something to be concerned about. Hang on a second. I don't. Yeah, well, you're just going to have to look. Nothing's happening. <laughs> Um, it's a bad but you know, but an eighty-year-old with with a health condition, it's like, oh, that's in the, is that in the family? Nothing's happening. Zero things are happening to the meter. Really? Mm-hmm. I can promise you. Oh no, there's something happening. But it's real quiet. I don't know what it's supposed to be because I can't hear it. It's Doctor Dom. Oh, alright, cool. I wasn't being a doctor, I was just being a concerned citizen. You what? I was being a concerned citizen. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Not a concerned denizen. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's a big word for a Saturday. I don't even know what it means. You. Should we do a thing? Sure. We've got a new section. Segment. Right. So two episodes ago, yep. we suggested we might throw a word at each other and see if the other person had any idea of where the word came from. Yeah. Yeah. So unfinished business. We've got to finish the business about chestnuts before we can go on to anything Oh, yeah, else. cool. And uh, we've got a little play here as well that we have to do. Oh, we're going to read in, a play to in one In relation with, to it. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Who am um, I? Uh, later, yeah. um, you'll be Pab. I am Zav, and you are Pab. Excellent. Yours is in bold, Great. so you'll know. Um, there's Do I need an accent? Um, costume? I th- no, I think a costume. Yeah. No, and I th- we'll ignore the stage directions okay. as well, because yours first says jumping up. Anyway, chestnut. <clears throat> the name chestnut is derived from an earlier English term, chestnut, which descends from the old French word chastain. Oh, ah, So, huh. you had posited yes. that you crack it open and it looks like a chest yes it's actually that's it's a chicken and egg scenario 
the word nut in the chastin tree nut is actually kind of redundant. They, they added the word nut because the fruit from the chastin tree was just something. So they just called it a nut because it looked <laughs> like a nut. Yeah. So, uh, so they think it came, so they think the name chestin for the tree came from the, wee, the Latin or ancient Greek word castanea, which is the old name for the sweet chestnut. It's all a bit circular. Not the chestnut. My explanation's way better than yeah, the yeah. real thing. Yeah. yeah. Another possible would... source of the name is the town of Castania uh, in Greece. More probable, though, is that the town took its name from the most common tree growing around it. So the tree got the name before the town did. The chestnut tree is a Greek tree. Is that what they're trying to tell me? Yep. No, can't be. Why? Because it's a deciduous tree. Guess what? Horse chestnuts, yes. where conkers come from, yes. are different. Yes. They look the same, yes. they're unrelated. Right. Huh? Different thing. Huh? All right, there we go. I stand corrected. How's that? Yeah. How's that chestnut? Yeah. So two episodes ago when we talked about it and yeah. we talked about conkers, yeah. different thing. Different thing. Look the same. Right. Unrelated. I love it. Okay. So. Uh, do you know what a horse chestnut is? Mm? So on horses, right, if you, see, if you see a horse, you see on their legs, they have these little kind of skin... Yeah. growth things yeah, yeah. where what they are is when the foal is in utero their legs are stuck together and then they un- they come apart and shut up and they're called chestnuts what horse chestnuts that's what they look like as well and they look like like the because you know how the chestnuts got the little birthmarky thing on the bottom of the actual nut that's what they look at the same kind of shape this is the best thing we've ever done. It's fun. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay, so, you know you hear someone start telling a story and someone says, oh, that old chestnut. Yeah. Here's the... Uh, oh, cool. Here's the reason that happened. Oh, best. <clears throat> so, it's only four lines. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, so... Let me see, eh? It is exactly six years since that peace being restored to Spain and my ship paid off, my kind brother offered me a snug hammock in the dwelling of my forefathers. I mounted a mule at Barcelona and trotted away for my native mountains. At the dawn of the fourth day's journey, I entered the wood of Colaires when suddenly, from the thick boughs of a cork tree... A chestnut, Captain! A chestnut! Bah, you booby! I say cork! And I swear, a chestnut captain, this is the 27th time I have heard you relate this story, and you invariably said, a chestnut, till now. Thank you. Acting! Wow. We're good at this. That's nice, huh? Yeah. Okay. Do you know what we should do? What? We should do a night of reciting 80s song lyrics as a play. (laughs) I think you've... Not as a play. Oh, no, different. Not just as a poetry night, but as a play. Yes. yes. You can call me Al. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah. We can do this. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Girls, just want to have fun. Be great. By the way, on the subject of you can call me Al. Yeah. Versus call me maybe. Uh-huh. It's a bit disappointed call me Alby didn't get a bit oh, more. Oh, but you would be. Traction. You're a highbrow. Highbrow? Yeah, highbrow. He's hairy as fuck. <laughs> no, that's my highbrow. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. I got confused. Yeah. Um, All I've right. got a new one. I've got a new I think my newest one will be, um, do you have a side of the bed? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. 
Do you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you? Yeah, I have a side of the bed. I used to be a different side of the bed. Um, and I've had, even though I have so been single for a long time, I've still had a side of the bed. So I used to have, let's say, heads this way, feet this way, of course, as it is. Um, I used to be on the right side of the bed hmm. um, for many years. Hmm. And then uh, I became single and I stayed on the right side of the bed. But hmm. as you guys may well know, I once upon a time dislocated my shoulder. So one night, about four and a half years ago, I woke up with my arm above my shoulder, but off the side of the bed. Don't. So it was like this, and I was screaming and screaming, and, and it took me about half an hour to actually get in position and bring, bring my arm back down. And so I resolved to sleep on the left side of the bed so that this arm didn't go off the side of the bed again. So now I sleep on the left side of the bed. Um, of course, you know, this time last year I dislocated my left shoulder, so now I have the concern of... Uh, a horrible yeah. story. But I noticed I actually started writing a song, and um, you and write I, it with your left arm. Well, I no, no, I noticed oh. what what had happened in my um, up until recently single years um, that I had my side of the bed, and then the other side of the bed would literally just be like pile of books and ah, yes. um, clothes, like clean clothes. Mm. So I wrote a song, which isn't finished. I don't know if it ever will be called. Books, clothes, and dust. Oh, oh, sad. Oh God, is it? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> Happy now though. Single life for me. <laughs> Hi, diddly dee. That's a 1950s. The title? That's a 1950s film title. Yeah. <laughs> no, isn't that Seven Brothers for Seven Brothers? Ah, I thought it was. Uh, I thought you were playing on Pinocchio. Hi, diddly dee. A single life for me. Actor's life for me. Same Is pick. that from Pokey? Pokey. 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 That's that's a. Uh, don't. Nineteen nineties. It's definitely. I've seen versions of that. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Maybe the it's remake a film. <laughs> uh, uh, All right. Go on. Have you got a word? I've got one. I've but got I've one. just done like the right, well, follow up one. on the other, and then I have got one to go. What about the word lottery? I actually did this thing, I went, oh, I've got one of those books that does those things. And I opened up the book and went, ah, I'll ask Matt. Lottery. Lottery. Yeah. Okay. Um, I can't, I actually can't even posit a potential answer. All right. So I'll give you a clue. Yeah, go on. I right. feel like it might have something to do with a pillar of salt, but go on. <laughs> a pillar of salt? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> oh, good. You're good. Thanks. Yeah. I'm going to um, So, um, how, what clue can I give you? If you have, you... have you ever seen a new estate that's a, yet to be built, mm. right, and it gets marked out with all of its spray paint on the dirt and little mm. pegs, right? And have you ever seen, um, like, a, pl a plan, like the layover plan of the estate that goes to council, mm -hmm. right? And do you know what those uh, yes. suggested blocks of land are called? Yes. Yes. What are they? They're called lots. That's right. Huh. Aha! This is the history of lottery. Uh, do you want me to I'll, I'll read? Yeah. It's about two plays, whatever. I'm better at reading than I am speaking today. 
1569, the first lottery in England is organised. The first public lottery in England oh. was under the patronage of Queen Elizabeth I, the Queen, wary of Spanish presence in the Netherlands, and the potential threat of her own Protestant <laughs> realm. I love a Spanish president in the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> Set of castanets in the Netherlands. Oh, my Sorry. God. Sorry. Castanets from the yes from yes. the tree. Go on. Matt's donkey out. He's running wild. Um, was anxious to repair the English ports and strengthen the defences. She decided upon a lottery to raise money for the scheme. The idea was not new. Lotteries were popular with the Roman emperors in the 15th century. Town lotteries had been held in Flanders. Flanders. Uh, in the first half of the 16th century, lotteries were held both in France and a number of Italian cities to pay for public works. The Royal Charter drawn up for the first English lottery stated that the number of lots shall be 400,000 and no more, and every lot shall be the sum of 10 shillings sterling only and no more. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So effectively, what it means is there were little blocks of land and you could buy a block of land and the money that they used would go towards what we you know basically it's like what we do here um stamp duty mm. so for the government to pay for other things like you know <coughs> prostitutes and stuff like that that's what our politicians use it for is it pretty, pretty well yeah yeah um <laughs> so there's a whole yeah a whole bunch of other stuff but but basically it's like the lotteries here's a bunch of stuff we're gonna sell it to you buy the lot that's good yeah excellent and interestingly what I haven't gone, but then obviously then you go, oh, that's a lot, because there's a whole bunch of stuff mm -hmm. that are lots, mm. but there's lots of them, because it usually isn't just one lot. There's lots there's of many. lots. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Lots. lots. Well done. The Turing Circus Show does words. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I haven't I haven't changed the logo yet. No, I haven't changed it, but we'll get, to, we'll get there. Will we? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, we will. Yeah. Uh, my word is candy. Candy. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. What could that be? Mm. I feel like I feel like I might need a while. Um, the uh, the first appearance of the word was in 1390. Yeah, 1390. I know. Wow. And that's kind of in its anglicised well. Western literature kind of form. Yeah. So, French and mm, I want to say Latin, but like previous to French, then Latin. So, yeah. uh, kind of a long, I don't know. Got a clue? Uh, well, it was, it was initially uh, referred to as sugar candy. Yep. rather than just candy by itself. So, of course, we've abbreviated it. So I don't know, it's not a word we actually use here in Australia, but that's what kind of got me thinking about it. Yep. Candy, where does that come from? Yeah. Um, it's along the lines of something that's, like, candid. Oh, that's good. Like Incorrect, but yep. very good. Um, okay. Um, um, so... Do you have to use a... Uh, did they initially use a candle to heat up sugar? No, no, but I'm a, no, I really I'm good, good at, though. I'm good at boulder dash. Yeah, uh, no, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, you would be. That's, no, that's the I'm, premise of that game, no, isn't I'm it? Always, I'm always in the top one. Yeah, I'm always... <laughs> Oh, I've not. I've what not. Don means is he always wins Balderdash. Yeah, I've not not won Balderdash. <laughs> really? Yeah, and I've had a few pe- few friends when you know when I used to we used to have game nights. We were like, uh, oh, get out of here! Oh, look kids. out! Oh, oh, look out! We've got a unicorn! We've got a unicorn invasion! <laughs> Great! I love it. Today, special guest. On the Turing Circus podcast. Oh no, <laughs> it's an infiltration. <laughs> a unicorn invasion. So there's a birthday party going on next door at the Anglers. One year old. Arguably, too much candy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, both the words sugar and cane uh, pass into English via French, Latin, and Greek. Yeah. Um, Sugar, we can trace back to the Arabic sukkah. Sukkah, zucchero, is Italian, yeah. Ah? Uh? Yeah, and the, obviously the Italian great um, singer. What? Zucchero. That Italian singer guy. Is he Italian? Zucchero was, was he? I don't know who you're talking about. Ah, oh, well, we'll have to, I'll okay. we'll have to send a link. Great. We did a duet with Paul Young. What? Yeah. Boulder Dash. Um, November the 12th, 1983, that's when it was released. <laughs> ah, very good. Uh, and so that's the sugar part. Yeah. And they think that candy comes from Arabic, uh, comes through to Arabic from Persian, from the Sanskrit word kanda. So kanda, candy, but kanda meaning peace. Yes. Huh? Yeah. Piece of sugar candy. Well, uh, sugar is, uh, as I understand it, the first uh, painkiller. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Ah. And arguably still is, and also the cause of much, cause of much pain. In what sense? Oh, well, if you have, if you have too much of it, <laughs> it gives you... It's going to hit the doctor. Uh, what? Amputations. Oh, yeah. really? Diabetes. Is that all you mean? But yeah. Oh. Oh, you yeah, have yeah. a lot of sugar, don't you, to make it? Yeah, you have to have a, a lifetime of it. Mm. Actually, no, kids can be screwed up real quick. I had some lollies yesterday. <gasps> lollies? Candy? Yeah. What kind of lollies did you have? I had, um, called Zappo. Oh, they're the best. Little strawberry flavoured yeah, sour. They're amazing. Hey, it turns out that, uh, just wanted the sugar hit. My, which is weird after the my survey yesterday. Yes. My, my survey about peanut and plain M&Ms, turns out that there's one person other than you and my girlfriend who prefer plain M&M's yeah everyone else of about 50 <laughs> responses like peanut all the way yeah it's so weird but apparently there's caramel M&M's now what yes caramel how, how inside the M&M it's caramel what yeah and, uh, and Della Harris can we go sent now? a photo and saying you've got to try these I want and to go to there yeah. I want to go to there <laughs> how exciting Here's me, Mister. Like oh, I'm trying not to have sugar. The concept of me having caramel M&Ms literally makes me want to stop this podcast now and yes, leave to go I get them. Yes, I want to go to there. Yeah. I can't. E- <laughs> <laughs> I can't what even a funny anymore. World. Do you want to see a photo of what the? Uh, I won't show you the photo because then no one, no one in the podcast will. No, know right, fine. Anyway. Um, let me ask you this. Oh no, fuck it. You know what, Doctor Dom. 
quick in that. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> buttons. <laughs> you biscuits. You're a one. I am. Um. So biscuits. Ooh. What? Well, no. <laughs> um. So I spoke with you uh, maybe three or four weeks ago and said my jaw was really sore. Yeah. Like it was, and you suggested maybe it's because I didn't eat meat anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I've gone back to eating meat and um, now my jaw's not sore. So, Perfect. well done. Yeah. If anyone's got any uh, ailments that they want me to sort out for them. Uh, but no, no. Anyway, my jaw's not sore anymore. Yes. So, and, but it was really sore. Yes. And it was sore for a protracted period of time, but I didn't do anything about it, and the pain's gone away. Mm. So it was there, and then it wasn't. Who knows why? Mm. Hmm. So I think boys particularly, uh, I think, have uh, tend to ignore pains that they have, yes. often to their peril. Yes. Like they just, I don't mean they're stoic, but maybe they're stubborn. Well, well, this will go know. away, or this is nothing, or I just, you know, I, I was working in the fields. And, you know, well, yeah, most something. Oh well, I, I think that men probably have an experience with physical activity which renders them feeling pain yeah. more often yeah, than yeah. women, and that they kind of go, I'll "Wake up in two days, I'll be fine." Yeah, yeah. Uh, clearly, I don't do a lot of manual labour, which is why I'm certainly not with your jaw. Was sore. <laughs> what are you doing? I guess it was from singing. No. No? No. I don't know. I opened my mouth pretty wide. I was channeling my inner Shirley Bassey the other day. Oh, wow. Yeah. God. Well, I had a gold finger anyway. <laughs> hmm? Hmm. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Or I just slept funny or something. But, you know, I said to you that it felt like my jaw wasn't actually closing the way it was supposed yes. to. That it was somehow misaligned. Well, now that it's not sore anymore, it doesn't feel like it's misaligned, so go figure. Uh, well, you would have had some kind of inflammation of something which yeah. would have made it feel misaligned. I guess so, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's fine. Um, but, so here's the thing. <laughs> Three days ago, this pain, like like um, surface pain, yeah. like a bruise, yeah. on the back of my head, just where the that little nub of your skull is, yeah. but just sort of in a bit from that. Yeah. I thought, I've hit my head and I don't remember. So we do shit to ourselves all the time. Like, you know, you just wake up one day and there's a bruise. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember hitting myself hard enough to get a, huh, anyway. So that was sore and I thought, okay, I've hit my head. That pain now goes all the way from there up to like the crown of my head. So it's about however long that is. Yep. Go on, tell me how long that is. <laughs> well, it's half of Matt Bradshaw. <laughs> Uh, now it's on the outside of my head so I don't think it's anything to worry about right you know right but what is that what do you mean what is that why have I just got pain that was in one place and now is in more places and it's on my head Dr. Dom well I don't know Matthew (laughs) could be a number of could be a number of explanations of which I can only hypothesise because I don't know and I'm not actually a doctor (laughs) if pain persists seek medical help Um, so you don't necessarily have to I mean we all know like the idea of oh I've got referred pain from here or here so that thing about like where I would squeeze here so that um, 
that particular muscle like you know starts down here and it comes up and it actually attaches it into the back of you, your head so you can actually be sore here right and end up with like oh, I've got a headache I've got a headache and then yeah. you squeeze here and that headache's gone so yeah. stuff um, you know stuff can manifest one place but actually be caused by tension or you know inflammation somewhere else that's common um, how long do you think you have to sit on a pain <laughs> before you do something about it um, but I love well it's, I love that I'm suggesting there's one answer to this well seven and a half days well I think it, de <laughs> it also depends what it is because a lot of stuff a lot of stuff can be triggered by by things that aren't like they're not you know you're not a physical activity or particularly inflammation stuff can be food related or here uh, I'm not going to answer that question directly but I will say so yesterday I went we had a gig at the um, village bell with Elia I was filling in for you mm. no when I'm not filling in for you something like that yeah um, and she said do you want a coffee and I, I hadn't eaten since about two o'clock and I was feeling a bit weary and I, th I said well if they've got a decaf and we're at the bar and she asked do you have decaf and the guy behind the bar said oh, I don't think we do so I said I will I'll go out the back I'll meet you out the back turns out he inquired and 10 minutes later a decaf showed up and it had milk in it um, and I haven't been drinking milk for sort of I've had one coffee with milk in the last three months mm. I've now had two I drank this decaf coffee and within 10 minutes my throat was swollen and I was almost choking on my tongue. What? Yep, and it lasted about 40 minutes. And it kicked in about halfway through the first song, about five minutes after I had the coffee, but f in, of the second set. Hmm. And, I, and Ellie's like, you okay? Like, I was practically gagging. What? So, could it, was it the milk? I, I probably anticipate because of the way they decaffeinate coffee, there's some kind of chemical. Yeah, they thing, wash like, it they massively. Wash it big time. Um, but then again, like like what happens when you you don't have something that you used to have a lot, like I used to have four coffees a day with milk in it, and then first one I really had in ages, could be that. Who who knows what it is? And But today I feel, like I feel sen sensitive from that. Wow. Thing so, um, d does that say hey don't have decaf co decaf coffee? Does it say don't have milk? Does it say actually it's a combination of something like a, you know I ate chicken earlier in the day yeah and the combination of putting that in my stomach seven hours after I had chicken like it's really so the chemical reactions that happen in your body are really really complex. Also it's well, is there some kind of genetic marker that gets triggered by something else that's got nothing to do with that, just so happened to be coincidental and I'm putting it to that. Um, I felt like I had some kind of anaphylactic reaction to something, something. I had in that glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I have never, ever had that happen before. So You're a fucking weirdo, aren't you? Well, yeah. But even that thing you say, well, what, do you, what, do you, what do you do? Do I go back and... I feel like what I should do is go, can I have a decaf without milk? And can I just have a glass of that milk? Is it the same bottle that you made my coffee of last night? Like, I, I want to do, yeah, yeah. do the testing, personally yeah. do the testing. And then they're kind of like, well, maybe it was something in my system that's now out of my system that will react to that stuff. It's very, very complex stuff. I don't know how long you have to sit on the pain. No. 
I do know that whenever someone asks me a question, I'm really conscious of how long I'm going to take to answer it. No, that's all right. <laughs> got nothing but time. Got to go to work. What's up? It's twelve. It's two. It's twenty-five <laughs> minutes to the gig. Excellent. <laughs> oh, we're, gonna, we're already set up though, so we're fine. Okay. Yeah. Very good at things. I haven't eaten today. I'm hungry. Yeah, me too. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I did have a coffee though. Hey, I got. Uh, I might. I might finish off with my statement about I had a good customer service. A really good customer service. Um, I had pretty rough customer service at the place I bought a vinyl record player from yesterday. Um, it's really hard to get anyone to give me any like help and attention, mm. and I was. It uh, often is at that place. Yeah, um, but and what happened is I I unpacked the record player, which I was like, this has been opened before because all of the polystyrene is broken and the stuff has been taken out of its packaging. Like, okay, well that's fine. You know, maybe it was a display model, no worries. Um, but then I plugged it in and the RCA cables were faultier, like it was just cutting in and out. Right. And I, so I then I plugged it into a different amp and then into a mixer. Like I I did enough testing to go, yeah. no, it's the thing coming out of here. I reinstalled the stylus a couple of times to make sure it wasn't just a bad connection there. Um, it was a faulty machine. And I went, oh, right, well, now I've done that and I'm supposed to meet you at 116. Because um, I, I said I was going to meet Matt here at 116 today. Um, I've got to get out of the house. And I, so I packed it back in the box and I went to the place, um, which I will say was JB Hi-Fi Hobbers Crossing. And I was, because of my experience the day before, I was like, oh, I hope I've got enough time and if they'll be good about it. Anyway, the two guys that served me were awesome explained what the situation was and that you know I thought it had been unpackaged before but I didn't think that that was the cause it's just a faulty cable and that I'd done some AB testing they were bloody great I didn't have my receipt but I had they they yeah, text yeah. you the receipt now yeah. so they reprinted it and reprocessed it and were awesome and great. then told me where around the area if I wanted to buy some records at good prices I could go to and they were busy. Like there wasn't. Yeah, Saturday. They were busier than they were yesterday. Yeah. There was a whole bunch of people walking around, like not really wanting to help me yesterday. Um, and also, none of those same people were visible today. It was a different crew. They were they were really good. Good. So if you want to buy a, a nice record story. player anywhere, uh, I would say go to JB Hi-Fi Hobbers Crossing. But not on a Friday. Um, but if you want to buy records, don't go there because they don't really sell any. <laughs> they do, don't they? They've got a few, but they, they're not a record store. No. They also don't sell smalls. What? I said, because he goes, we don't, we don't really have any records. You have like the hits, the, the, the new things. Mm. But And I said, do you do the blenders and stuff? Because I, I went to JB Hi-Fi in Melbourne Central. Did you say smalls? Yes. Well, because that's what they call smalls. What? That's what they call the small electrical items. <coughs> that particular place doesn't sell smalls. It just smells. 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 <laughs> sells bigs. Like big TVs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to JB Hi-Fi Melbourne Central and like, they sell records. They don't sell record players. <laughs> it's hilarious. What, what kind of like weird world is it where you go, I could buy a record there, right? But I can't buy something to play it on. Ooh, baby, baby. It's a weird world. Yeah. Mm. We should, let's write, let's write a play. We'll write a little telly radio play full of the song lyrics. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, now, before we go, uh, quite importantly, we have to mention our murder mystery night. Yes. We're doing so. Today is Thursday. Yes. If you're watching this, don't let's get into that again. Uh, and the thirteenth, Monday, the thirteenth of August, 
we are hosting along with our best good friend Charlotte Rampling Bear <laughs> not Charlotte Rampling good actress uh, yeah she is yeah. so Charlotte Stranson Molly Bear <laughs> I'm just going to call her Paddington from now on <laughs> um, yes at the Dudagala yep we've got a little crew coming at the moment yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so it is only kind of limited tickets. Yeah. Because it's uh, just by the, the nature of the event. So if you want to jump on and you haven't already, you should. Because I reckon there's probably only about 10 spots left. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Get them now. I yeah. mean, I mean there may not already. be 10 spots left by the time I finish even uttering this sentence because... There won't be, you know why? Because after we record this, we're going to record another video to post today about it. <laughs> Ah. I mean, on Saturday. Oh, I'm so confused. Good point. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, check it out. Yeah, do that. And come along. And uh, get dressed up in your 80s gear. <gasps> I ordered a Count Duckula t-shirt. I don't know if it's going to come in time. Oh, dude. Yeah. I think I'm coming as um, someone from Top Gun. What, you're just going to wear dog tags and a towel? How dare... <laughs> <laughs> Playing with the boys. That's a good song. Yeah. Is it? Well, no. 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 I put it on the playlist for the uh, superheroes and villains... Um, party that I played oh, out right. on Thursday night. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Did you go down well? No, it was good. It was good. I was just, as, as guests were coming in, I was clocking their costumes and quickly downloading songs and putting them in a Spotify playlist. Right. So Darth Vader walked in. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Pretty good. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining. We will see you on stage at the Anglis Tavern four days ago. Goodbye. Slider biscuits. <laughs> that's Dom's. That's Dom's actual sign-off now, isn't it? Yeah. Slider biscuits. Okay. Do you know where it came from? I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> so Renee Smith is a girl I went to high school with, <laughs> and she used to say it at the end of the day, like we'd finish school and you know we'd go up to pass the bus stop stuff, and she'd say, "All right, slider biscuits," and I just, just I would laugh every time. Yeah, it's good. And she's like, "Why do you think that's so funny?" I'm like, "Why do you think it's not so funny?" <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. And so, yeah, I say it all the time. And often people go, huh? Ah, oh, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. All right. All right. Ritz crackers. See you, bye. <laughs>